I V M. Stories, we've got stories. They're a little bit of funny and a little bit of December. You wanna hear them? It's got humans. They're sitting in a box and talking old Edward all night. So, I was in Bangalore. Performing at that comedy club, and uh, this weekend only, like the past. A weekend. lot of your stories start off with TCC these days. I'm very happy. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, my show is on, and I'm supposed to go and close the night. And uh, I get a message on my phone from my friend Jia Sethi, and it's a photo of which has like a white blurry background. I don't download all my photos by default, yeah. so I'm like, okay, maybe she's doing some uh, dress rehearsal or something, and sending me photos because we do that sometimes. And I finish my gig. <laughs> I come down from the stage and I'm standing behind the audience, still like there in the room, and I download the photo, and what I see makes me squeal so loudly. The whole club turns around and looks at me at once, because Jia was holding her entire elbow in one arm, like you know, like her elbow had dislocated. Okay. And it was just like lying in her arm, like you know, Harry Potter in Part Two when his yeah. arm becomes flubbery. Yeah. Like it was almost like that. So it was, and uh, she's been my friend for the past two years now, two and a half years. So, uh-huh. like when you see someone you're that close to, and their joints broken, <laughs> you worry about them, especially when they're in the upper thirties range. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, umar me to. Like my first conversation after calling her was like, "Dude, did the doctor say your bones are all right? Because you shouldn't be like you know even having friction in your bones at this age." Oh, No. Let alone disjointing them. But she's—it's disjoint. It's fine. You're fine, Jia. Yeah, I'm fully fine. Hi, Jia. <laughs> Hi. She forgot to say that part. Yeah. Which part? I'm absolutely fine. Uh, I've been, you know, the hand works for things that I needed to work for. That's. Uh, it's your left hand. Yeah. yeah, my left hand. Okay. I have, but one observation huh. I've made is that everyone usually scratches their asshole with their left hand. Yeah, because <laughs> of the cleaning is also from there. I don't know what it is. It's just so now it's been so hard for me <laughs> <That is laughs> to scratch your yeah. butt. Yeah. And it, and you know, it's so this weird. is not easy. Yeah. The it other hand, yeah, yeah, yeah. The other hand. Oh, you think like the left hand is closer to the bum than the right yeah, hand? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I do. It's just this. The other hand feels like a clumsy stranger. It's just that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He doesn't know his way around <laughs> yeah, or something. Yeah, correct, correct, correct. Exactly. I have no idea, but uh, the hand doesn't know its way around, and that derailed quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Because we're talking about hands and how we go about it. When you do it the Indian style, uh-huh. how do you how do you wash it? Like from, from the front or from the back? From the back, front. Front, right? I also from the front. That's and why would you? It would your stuff would get into the way. Basically, comes back in front. That is why people think that you shouldn't. <laughs> you shouldn't. Yeah. So, so my ex saw me pooping once, and he, he was like, "Why did you do it from the front?" And I'm like, "Everybody does from the front." He's like, "No, everybody does from the back." So we had this debate going on. So I, every time I ask, the room is always like split in two, front or back. What do you say, Janu? <laughs> front or back? She says thumbs up. Arey, <laughs> yar. Okay, uh. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, welcome to Warta Lab, everybody. And uh, uh, we would like to know from our audience members also what do you uh, what do you think is the best way to go about it? Like, do you use a left hand to scratch your butthole? And if you wash it Indian style, which way do you go, front or back? We would like to know because this is a matter of national emergency. Uh, but coming back to Warta Lab, uh, we have Jia Sethi in the house. Hi, Jia. Hi, guys. Jia is. We are not going to clap because you can't clap. I can actually. Okay, you lied earlier. She yeah. she can't uh, clap like in one long shot like it's supposed to be. Yeah, I yeah. hold this hand steady. <laughs> Hit this hand. That's like sex with a dead person. Anyways, so uh, necrophilia. Yeah, yeah. 
आपकी उम्र में भी करना पड़ेगा सो जी आई यू आर अ कमेडियन इम्प्रोव आर्टिस्ट थिएटर आर्टिस्ट इवेंट ऑर्गेनाइजर अ कॉमेडी प्रोड्यूसर and uh, a rich person so <laughs> i mean the rich person was not that necessary but uh, you're all these things and uh, and you badass very, also dude you're a badass full you, badass uh, <laughs> and you're my best friend in the world is it? it no no it is it's true it's true we're best friends we're besties i thought i was the best friend until very recently his na huh. he keeps claiming these best friends all over the place I, oh shit, and you know if together. we were best friends oh, if yeah. naveen and me were best friends i'd be here in episode 1 or 2 or something what is this episode number we Now actually how, don't know yet yeah exactly you should keep a track on that as well like episode 75 or something no no it's not so way nahi best friend yeah we're yeah. best friends ha huh. so uh, <laughs> And we've shared a lot of weird, intimate moments as well, mm-hmm. where we mainly just like bitch about everybody else, and that's the way we got together as well. Really, you know, like uh, I remember initially my first open mic, both of y'all were there huh. uh, at uh, Hive, Hive, and uh, y'all were just like high fiving all of y'all each other. <laughs> I remember Utsav used to be a thing back then. Oh know, my, he was huh. quite a quite a I don't know rambakshis fellow, and uh, and I wanted to be a part of that life, man. Like really. Get entrenched in that cool stand-up culture. Uh-huh. Cut to like we all became friends, but Jia and I really became friends only after like two years of her having gotten into comedy, gone America, came back, and then we got into improv together, and we formed a troupe, and then like we spent like a lot of time just generally. But you used to always together. tell me about these car rides you all had. Where were you riding to? Because you lived in Kolaba then, and uh, you live in Bhayandar. Yeah. So how? What is? Where is this car going? Surprisingly, we we also wonder now that we think about it. Like we were just like driving from anywhere to anywhere we could. Like, we would do ex- shows together a lot as well. So we would go to the show together mostly. Whatever. Like I would from go to her place and then from there. After would, you moved. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So along the years since we've been best friends, I said uh, like as I said we have. driven a lot together randomly even though like we're from the two ends of of the bombay city yeah. skolaba and bhayandar but somehow like the shows would be in andheri bandra and then you know like meet on the way and chill and talk and all of that and uh, i remember once we were driving from the in roads of bandra and uh, <laughs> and i was like you know what my mom and dad like their first uh, You know, first level migrants to the city, and like they had huh. really worked their way. <laughs> they had major hardships. He's like, you know, he's telling me these yeah, stories yeah. about how hard like his life was, and how his mum used to have extra work to just keep up, like keep the family going yeah, and yeah. support. Like she worked you know. at other people's houses as a maid and stuff like that at a certain point. Mm-hmm. And then Jia looks at me and says, "I know. I said, listen, I had a thought, and I shouldn't say it. And you were, you were like, no, no, say it. It'll be funny. <laughs> it was funny in hindsight. So she like, uh, <laughs> you know what? I have something to tell you. My mom also had a lot of hardships, and I'm like, what? She like, there was an entire time when she had no maid in the house. <laughs> उंड I can't just be this blah person that I am like all you know moofert and I can't be moofert. <laughs> I have to you know control what I say and shit. 
Oh, that, but that, I guess that also must come out a lot in the stand-up then. Because it yeah. always becomes like a conduit for all those other thoughts that you can't say out loud all day. Yeah, because I had actually recorded a video to release, but I had sworn in that video a lot. Mm. And so I can't release it because there's a lot of swearing in it. Because I need to keep it clean. But that can be one aspect of you, right? Like the stand-up is your stand-up and then the rest of you is you. Like I had to do that with my parents, where I had to be like, okay, that guy on stage is not your son. Like that guy is a guy who's a comedian. You know what I mean? I don't see. I don't think they'll see it that way. Although I'm saying everything mm. truthfully on stage, I don't think that uh, swearing will be acceptable. Wow, that's a different kind of like pressure to live with. Yes, it is. It is. You can't like you have to be always proper and prim and that yeah. that actually takes a lot. It's a takes a toll on your life. So, but you come from like old wealth then? Like how does it? Because we are all in different stages. Like Naveen is first generation of like now wealth coming into the family. My parents were the ones that got uh, rich. Like because before that my grandparents grew up in relative poverty. So what about you? Like, my, no, my parents and my elder brother. My dad and my elder brother basically are huh, the So guys. then it's that first generation of... It is. Yeah, but you all are super cultured. You have an art gallery. Yeah. That's a different... Did you grow up around a lot of art? A lot of art, dude. I once went to Paris and I stayed in an artist's loft. Wow. With his paintings and shit around. That place smelled like paint and how mm-hmm. you could get a full-on headache. But I've stayed in an artist's loft. The artist's name is Shahabuddin. Well, wow. Yeah, man. And it was... Uh, I've Yeah, I've, I've grown up with a lot of art and you, artists yeah, around how, me. So, were your parents were always involved with the arts? Yes. My dad's first exhibition was in 1975. Oh. And like his dad was like, what is this? Mm. What are you going to do this? He's like, it's my passion. He's like, shut up, whatever. Mm. And then people bought paintings and my grandfather was really surprised. He's like, people are actually buying this. Huh? It's uh, yeah. kind of weird. And the same thing my elder brother had to deal with when my elder brother was like, let's do it online. Yeah, mm-hmm. Let's take it online. My dad's like, no one will buy online. They yeah. need to see and touch and feel paintings and all that jazz. And he has an auction house that does really well online. Right. So, um, every generation has their own you know, questions about whether it'll be successful or not. And then the generation proves that it is successful. Yeah. Mm. I have nothing to do with that world, by the way. In the sense where I have no culture in art and I don't see it the way my brother sees it. My brother talks to paintings. Correct. I don't. <laughs> but that's I again, just, like, you know, when you first told me that there's an art gallery and we were just roaming around South Bombay for something and uh, there was a show, I think. And, and you said, are you hungry? And I'm like, yeah. So let's go eat at my art cafe. I'm like, okay, maybe there's like a cafe which yeah. has like art or whatever. I thought it was simple boutique style. Because I've been to Kalagoda many times. It's not that this art gallery belongs to this family, right? Yeah. And then I go and it's three stories of just like <laughs> art exhibitions. And, and we had a photo shoot inside. And it was uh, an entire team's working there. It's quite something to like look at. Because as a kid who's always grown in the suburbs, I never saw the point of art. We don't have art in our house. We just have photos of gods on every wall. Yeah. That kind of does the work. You know, but but I always wondered who are these people buying this art and what are they doing? Yeah. And then you start traveling to hotels and you understand where it's going, like where it's yeah. on display. And but it's also like, was it weird pressure? Like, I don't know how to explain it, but I always had weird pressure. Like where you're like, oh, they've kind of made it to a point in their scene. I have to make it to that point in yeah, at least peak. my scene. Yeah. So it's pressure for me? Yeah. Has it ever been pressure for you? I don't know. I'm asking generally because it has been for me at certain points. No, 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 no. I don't think it's been uh, that I have to compete to them. My brothers? Or at least like, you know, like match. No way, dude. I can't match your MF Hussain, nah. (laughs) He's selling an MF Hussain painting. I'm cracking my own jokes. 
that way you're telling na yeah no i mean i'm saying yeah in some there's sense there's no pressure Hmm. There's no pressure at all. That pressure I would have had to put on myself, right? I'm not putting that pressure. Unless you crack a joke that's so offensive that you also have to go into hiding like Amir Hussain. He's dead. I know. Okay. But he died in exile. कितना दूर जाना पड़ा उसको hide करने. So where all did you grow up? You grew up only in Kolkata. Did you travel a lot outside of India and stuff? When I was a kid, yeah. Like I've been to uh, Paris, Walla, Disneyland when I was like 13 or something. Oh sweet. Then when I was, I traveled a lot. I've been to a lot of places. Huh. I. Went to Egypt with my ZTV. I used to work at ZTV. Ah, huh, okay. Oh, what did you do at ZTV? I always wondered about what that job was. I was an event organizer, so we used to organize Zeesne Awards and stuff. Oh. So Zeesne Awards would happen abroad every time. <laughs> so the first time it was in Mauritius. Okay. So we were living in Mauritius for a month. Ah. And working. Wow. We didn't go to the beach at all. We would get up at eight o'clock in the morning, have breakfast, and go to office. It was, and there's blue water outside. It's the most beautiful <laughs> thing to see. But we would yeah. go to work. The second time we were in London for a month, and the third time we were in Genting Highlands. Yeah. In Malaysia. Wow. Yeah, that was also a bit torturous, where we couldn't enjoy the amusement park. Yeah. Because we're working twenty four seven. You wouldn't even get like a Sunday off. We had one day in Mauritius. I remember in Genting Highland we had no day off, but okay. in Mauritius we had one day off, and we went and did the beach thing, and we just like you, you know. You just chilled and stuff. Yeah, full on. Oh, but that's so interesting because, like, you know, I think that way also comedy has a one-up on most jobs that like have you traveling. Because in comedy, you can take space. Like, if you go to Goa for a gig, you stay an extra day. You can, yeah. Yeah, like with all other jobs that make you travel, you're going there, you're working, and then you're f- off immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, that's hardcore. Because like you're performing in the evening, so all day long. You're just, yeah, like, you're just chill. like yeah. <laughs> As an artist, of course, the ZTV people who would come for the show and all. Oh my God, what divas! Some of them were like. Full on, they think that we owed them right. to come there. Um, but you have stories of some artists also throwing tantrums. You've told me some of those. Yeah, but I don't think we should be talking about that. Don't take no? their names, but like give us an example. Yeah, yeah, please, please. I mean, we have people who've named people also, no? But we I can't suppose. give names, and all. Huh? It's okay. Tell me stories, but but no. you know, like the most diva human in Bollywood. <laughs> What's her initials? R. Okay. That's it. That's it. Oh God! If you still don't get it, if oh, I got it, you don't get it. Oh oh oh! Uh, yeah, she's the Rajnikan, most diva, right? <laughs> most yeah, yeah. diva, diva, right? Yeah. Yeah. So she went for a massage at in Mauritius, and she bought like oils and stuff, and she signed it all to the company. Like wow. she didn't pay for all of this rubbish. Mm-hmm. Um, she once came to me and she's like, "Listen, can you go check me in to the airport? She has an assistant, okay?" And I was like, "No, I'm not going to check you in, bro. You have to go yourself. This is England. This is not India." Yeah. And then uh, I, of course, absconded. I would always tell these artists, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah," and I'd leave. <laughs> I'd never even, you know, play to their whims and fancies. Oh my God, all of them. Yeah, but Bollywood gets away with a lot of shit. Yeah, like yeah, that, no? a lot of shit. Like generally in India, I think it's like the whole part of the whole celebrity culture shit. Like, oh, you're a celebrity, we'll allow you to do whatever the fuck you want. Some of them want to be like in the exact same room as that other actor and his wife and shit, and. Uh, <laughs> Not, not in the same room, but like they want the same. <laughs> wow. I was like, why would you want to be the same? Not room? in the same room, but like the same sort kind of, of, kind yeah, of yeah, yeah, exact same. same view, above floor oh, and all, like, oh, like that. <laughs> like the exact. Did you also think what we thought? Yeah. Anyhow, huh, sorry, I got distracted. So then you got tired. But what point did you decide to? Because I remember you were doing comedy and doing Z together. No, no, no! I had left Z when I started doing comedy. I was working at another theater group. Oh, okay. Uh, as a uh, what is that called? Line producer. Huh. Yeah, and then that I did for six months. Okay. 
and I was doing comedy at the same time, and I was also doing acting, school, whatever. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think that uh, then for two years I didn't. I mean, for a year I think I took a break of sorts. Okay. With comedy, and then I came back in two thousand sixteen, mm. and then I've just been at it since then. Sixteen mm-hmm. or fifteen, I can't remember. Sixteen. Sixteen. Yeah. yeah, sixteen. Yeah, Jan sixteen. Yeah, that's when we had the improv thing also starting. Yeah. yeah. March types. And that's when I came into her life. <laughs> I was always there in her life. In the I knew Akash before I knew you, by the way. I know you all did that uh, comedy interns thing at Carol's. No, before that also. Yeah, before that also. How, that, how? There was a big mic, open mic, which I had registered for, which happened at headquarters, HQ. Wow. In, in Regal Cinema area. And he was hosting it. Big mic stood in South Bombay. There were three that wow. happened there. I hosted one of them. And how I met him there. It was pretty cool, actually. How long did these last? Uh, Akash, you know, you were super supportive, man. And you were really welcoming as a human that time. Uh, thanks. <laughs> I generally am, dude. I'm not. Yeah, no, that's yeah. good. But I should say this to you, right? Oh. I didn't feel uncomfortable at all. You were really <laughs> cool. Yeah, I liked, I mean, comedy is one of those, the more of us there are, the better it's going to be. Yeah, that's yeah. that's a fresh, you know, it's nice sometimes to have that around. Are it's very. When you're new. Haan, I agree with you completely on yeah. that. Generally, we need. How do I put it? It's not even like the, it's not outwardly things, it's inwardly things. You know what I mean? It has to come from, not from you thinking of how this person would like it to be, but you thinking how a person it would like it to be. You yeah. know what I mean? Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Like it's not like about being like, oh, I will treat you, like I'll, that's where I think the problem is right now, right? With a lot of producers are like, oh, but girls shouldn't be treated differently. It's not about, it's just being nice. Can you be nice, as nice as you would want someone to be to you when you... Irrespective of... Yeah, irrespective of anything. Be inclusive. Yeah. Yeah. Like y'all are two people from completely different economic strata. Okay. Mm. Who are f***ing best friends. Because Mm. comedy. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like the three of us wouldn't be in this room if it weren't for... Comedy is the great leveler. Yeah. Especially if like I have to chill with you guys outside of comedy, I have to stay the night with you guys. Literally, mm. because I can't go back home, that's how. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because I have like my clothes and everything parked at Gia's house. And, and your butt is parked at my office. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> I love it, dude. Sometimes randomly, Naveen will be there in the morning when I come to office. I'm like, oh, Naveen is here today, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I'm better than sunshine, isn't it, in the morning? Huh? I'm better than sunshine in the morning. Oh, absolutely, dude. Full on. <laughs> Oh, by the way, so Jay and I exchanged phones because I was going to the tour and my phone's camera was shit. And uh, I took the phone and uh, I'm recording audio whenever I'm going and performing, right? In that, I found the recording of Naveen snoring. (laughs) 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 And I got scandalized myself. I don't know if I have the phone. It's with you at at home. That, That recording, I have been terrified like how it's like I'm waking myself up <laughs> while snoring that's yeah. how it sounds oh god I've been there my friend it is a yeah. it's a terrible thing to when you go <laughs> like you know you we wake up and it's like I cannot believe I had that I even forgot myself yeah yeah I discovered you still it. have that you can use I it against I Naveen do. if need be no I, I mean there's so much more to use against <laughs> Naveen oh, there is, there snoring is. is not gonna be like please tell us one of these things oh my god go ahead you have been given permission to yeah. do one story of uh Embarrassing Naveen. Embarrassing behavior done by Naveen So this one time We were in So he just pulled his pants down And there was a glass door And he stuck his ass over there There is a photograph of Naveen's ass 
just there in front of a toilet because we were doing this clown workshop that i can show you right now no yeah. no i don't want to see no i see now it's, it's not <laughs> no, like no. it's pg it's, it's pg yeah full on it's ah. through a glass door and stuff So, so basically there was a frosted glass wala situation yes. what's a frosted glass frosted frosted glass chichi gande nahi frosted you're right it's a frosted glass thingy and i don't uh, want to see this but but you have to i don't but <laughs> i don't want to see you have to see the butt but okay navin <laughs> i don't want to see your butt man so the story behind this is that we were at a workshop and uh-huh. uh, everybody was taking poop breaks and if you st- should poop breaks have, like as in in the middle 5 minutes would go no and i would get like weird pressure weird times so i was pooping for way too long and these guys were all waiting outside so they were looking from the uh, frosted glass so, hey, if i am to understand correctly mm-hmm. the toilet seat was facing the door yeah yeah no it's damn far the toilet was actually damn so how were you in a situation where your butt could be was close enough to the frosted so glass so they could see my silhouette and they were like oh that's navin i think and i'm like that's okay. more than a silhouette my <laughs> god that's not what this is not oh, yeah, yeah, you can't just show this to people <laughs> this is not pg13 this is absolutely not pg13 this is a very visible butt <laughs> it's it's a butt like how a, i mean it's not gandu no i'm not saying it's gandu it's, it's a flash you know I, how I someone has to flash it, you i watched it from the front <laughs> and i came and i put it on the glass so it's I, a flash guys <laughs> just like get it away from my eyes gee I don't want to see a uh, uh, butt. <laughs> so yeah, he has flashed uh, a room full of clown workshop people. I don't know how many people were actually there. There were like three of yours. Three I people guess, yeah. have been flashed yeah. thoroughly. Won't be the first this, time <laughs> either. I don't want to know. So yeah, this is the kind of huh. stuff we usually indulge in. Yeah, we mess with each other all the time like this. Like cats. Yeah. Yeah. Fairly <laughs> embarrassing. Hey, so but uh, how did this arm dislocation? By the way, guys, at home it's not broken; it's dislocated. Yeah, uh, yeah. By God, good lucky you. Yeah. Because broken arms are weird. Uh, you know, they're broken. Yeah, my yeah. bones actually are not that weak. Yeah. They're very strong. Calcium sandos. Yeah. Yeah, I drink a lot of milk t- through the day. Okay, through the day? Yeah, like around 6 glasses of milk. That's amazing. Yeah. I, like yeah, Dhoni. But then at night I drink like 17 glasses of Coke. Oh wow. So it's very weird for my bones. <laughs> You're my bones are cola damn in your stomach. Good. Yeah. <laughs> you know dud cola I from love dud cola, oh, cola is amazing. Absolutely. Yeah. Have you had dud cola? Yeah, of course, of course. It's a Kolkata milk shake, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, but but that's not the same no, as Coke. No, I've not had your Coke. So this is what it is. It's not that bad. I'm just uh, showing you all. This is still empty. This has got a plaster. Okay. okay. So it's not like you can sign on it or something. <laughs> We don't want to also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want I never <laughs> got that signing on somebody's caste business, you know? Because people would uh, uh, write messages and stuff, but yeah. you couldn't even read them because they were your arm was in the. You know what I mean? Yeah, that and you can never keep that. As in, it's for others to read, right? Because you're in that deplorable condition where you're like, "Come here, be there, come around, come and like look at plaster." I mean, like, how long will they look at the plaster and be entertained, right? So yeah, they so they have, have to have something. Have something oh, they kissed me. Yeli ka isle bolika. Okay, okay, so when we were kids, it was white. Correct, mm. but as we the plaster, okay. but as we grew older, they started getting all these blue and green, which you can't write on. Yeah, yeah. why can't you write? On I don't know because it's not that plain white. No, it's now it's not a canvas some, anymore. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not a canvas. That's very yeah. Now the thing that they put in your arm, if it you wet it and it becomes cemented. Okay. Earlier they had to put cement type yeah, of plaster, yeah, yeah. right? Now this the thing comes with the plaster, ah, the sheet. Yeah. And so then they just put it and. Uh, Yeah, it feels really warm once it goes in. Yeah, I have an injury story. Can I go for yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. I didn't tell a story of how this happened. Yeah, how oh, did so this? So I, <laughs> a friend of mine, was like, "Hey, come say hi." The show got over. 
the first show there were two shows this is at, where at ncp ncp chotu oh, godrej center of performing arts yeah the godrej yeah. dance theater the smaller one it's very cute it's damn cute how many seats does that 177 hold? i think sold out yeah yeah like the first show was full the second show was not that full but the and the audience was still in the audience ha huh. so a friend of mine was like hey come say hi and she was still seated in her seat and i was getting off to say hi and just i don't know what happened i lost my balance huh. and i fell and my hand went on that side And okay. you know how when you sleep on your hand it becomes a dead hand. Yeah. So like that it was like a dead hand. So then I picked it up and I put it on this side and then just held it till I got it put back in its place. Right. At the hospital. So first I went to Bombay Hospital, took an X-ray, and my father and my younger brother and elder brother came. Wow. <laughs> then we went to mobilizing. Full. Then we went to Breach Candy Hospital. There uh-huh. the family uh, bone specialist was there. Oh, very lovely. He fixed it. He put this in and he said, "Come back in a week and you can do this." Then I still had time to go back to NCPA to perform, so then yeah. I did that. Holy, wow! Yeah, wow. and then like the Instagram stories start flooding in, right? It's like even you know when Tignataro killed like with that set. Yeah. So it's like everybody like was tweeting about how and writing Facebook posts and doing Instagram stories about how Jia broke her arm, and went to the hospital, <laughs> coordinated the show, and they like, got a plaster on and came back and closed the other one. Yeah, such a comic thing to do. Yeah, <laughs> but I was so stressed because like for example there were uh, checks to be given to the artists as well, and yeah. and nobody knew except me where those were. Yeah. So I had to tell people. So that I did when I was on the way from Bombay Hospital to Breach Candy. But you like have a million interns. Like why do you not? Yeah, give but them? then I didn't tell anybody where those checks are kept yeah. because she only... didn't know her arm would be dislocated. Yeah, <laughs> I thought I'll be there to just give it. So then I called. I told them, listen, the checks are there. Make sure that. Mm. And then uh, on my way back, literally, Shrija was on stage for two more minutes. Mm. If I had taken two more minutes to come, na, then Sonali would have gotten on, and I wouldn't have been able to get on stage because she was closing. Good. But then I could, I could manage to get on because Shrija. I literally came on time back. Yeah, yeah. it was pretty fun. And that's also like a lot of things that are like stoic about you are that like you really follow through with the passion and you've given everything to your company as well when you started off on your own because you knew you were going off on your own. And even your interns are the most steady interns in comedy. I've yeah, seen. Yeah, they've been around for a while. A L- lot of people who work with comedians who are senior, junior comedians usually, just like jump from one place to other to get experience. But with your case, Dhruv, Hoshang, Ayush, I've all stuck around for a very long time, and they're very diligent now. So that's quite something. I respect them as much as they respect me as well. Yeah. Like, of course, they. They also take the case a lot. I see that. They take my case also. That's true. So give and take. Yeah, and if you're a comedian and you can't make fun of each other, that's just stupid. All right, we'll take a small break, and in the meanwhile, I'll slide tweet about Jia and come back. Thank <laughs> you. And we're back with the second half of our talab with Jia City. Hi Jia. Hi Akash. Hi Naveen. Hi Naveen. I suddenly Hi, feel very involved. Uh, do you feel <laughs> as you should be? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like the break really helped me because you know something about hearing sponsors. Uh, it just makes me feel nice. Soothing. Yeah, it's just soothing. Like money coming into my uh, pockets is very important because I think that's life as a producer comic. Mm-hmm. Like initially, you use your production to support your comedy, and then you find yourself using your comedies to support your production. And both ways, you always lose money. Has the journey been the same for you guys? Yeah, there's no money in producing. <laughs> there's no money. There's no respect no either. Yeah. Do you believe that comedians disrespect the stage too much these days? Uh, it's an art form based on defiance. So I think that that it kind of comes with the. It's like how rapping comes with uh, beef. You know. Not the food, the. I, I know, I know. I think there's two kinds of chain of thoughts here. Is that 
the people who are genuinely trying to get on the stage more and give it more time. Yeah. And I've seen like even the most lackluster people turning it on over time, right? Mm-hmm. It's because pure dedication. And then some people got immediate attention from the very beginning. And then they hit something. And then they don't respect the stage as much because they already got what they wanted much earlier than they could have gotten. Do you think they have entitled behavior? Exactly, that comes in. Because as a scene, as an industry in comedy right now, it's such that even now, to an extent, the looks sell. Okay, there's a reason certain comics are sold to certain target demographic because they look a certain way. Yeah. Yeah. What? That brand strategy is in play. If you look at it. What? <laughs> you look really pretty, Naveen. Not me, I'm just saying... But you don't sell very well. Exactly. What? Exactly. Who? What? <laughs> no, what? He did some yeah, yeah, What was that? Yeah, yeah. Nee, nee, so what I'm trying to understand is, but so here's my yeah. That's one line of thought that uh, it's not a meritocracy, and yeah. the other line of thought is that it should be a meritocracy where everybody is judged only based on their stand up and nothing else. But I feel like it's in a real world scenario. It's a mix of the two, right? Where it's like uh, it's like imagine you have to get you know four hundred out of five hundred to pass out of five subjects, right? So each subject is a hundred marks, but you don't have to get four hundred like passing in each. You have to get four hundred overall. So as long as you make the four hundred, you make the cut. So I think it's one of those things. Like it's like comedians who are also musicians. They'll do both. Why not do both? You have to do whatever you can to survive. Like it's it's a very crazy world out there. I took so long to make this viable. I feel like if anyone can find a quicker way, please go for it. I'll also learn two things from you. But also, you got hotter along the way, Akash. I got hotter along the way. Yeah. So you think that uh, me getting thinner has something to do with you getting successful? Me getting successful? <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, because I was thinnest. When I was thinnest, I wasn't successful. I got successful, then started getting chubby, then got more successful. So mm. I think the chubby space is what we should all aim to hit then. Yes. Yeah. Or like, when are you losing weight, Naveen? <laughs> when I lose weight, you'll know it. Will I? Yeah, because <laughs> I won't be snoring in your bed. <laughs> I don't think the weight has to do with snoring. It has, it has. Hey. Yeah. Oh no. Breathing difficulties. Fat no? people always snore. Hey. Yeah. Don't sleep on your stomach, no then. No, on my back only I snore. Hey. On my stomach I don't as much. Sleep on your side. Yeah, try. There is a thing which is like a pillow... Which inflates itself every time it hears you snore. So your neck muscles, instead of loosening and making you snore, they tighten a little bit. So they stay relaxed. They don't get tired or anything. But you don't snore. There's the machine like that. That is pretty epic, actually. My ex had suggested that I buy it for myself. Oh, did you snore as well? I've... Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So, <laughs> so fast. Moving on with the snorings. Yeah. So you were also a very naughty child Sometimes tell me Like there were times when your mom Like used weird punishment methods Yeah I like how he's No 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 Like segue Yeah nothing <laughs> Yeah I was a very naughty child And this one time I think I really misbehaved You're the badly. middle child no? Yeah I yeah. am Okay uh, and I had like made these plaits all over my hair, you know, okay. like, and my mom got upset with me and she just from the ends of the plaits just cut it out. Wow. Yeah, that was the punishment. So I had really short hair in front and really long hair at the back for a very long time. Wow. This was my hairstyle. And uh, of course, I was embarrassed. But <laughs> it was then, like an auto fringe. It was like Fido Dido. <laughs> <laughs> I Just don't even know what that means, but the words sound funny. You don't know Fido Dido? No, the What's Seven Fido Up ka brand ambassador. Oh, yeah, okay. Like, that's his like, name is Fido Dido. Yeah. yeah. Or Fido Dido. Fido Dido. Yeah, Fido Dido. Oh, so you look like him? Yeah. 
for the longest time. <laughs> but Jia also lost considerable amount of weight and got successful. Oh yeah, I mean no, I didn't uh, become successful. <laughs> I just lost a lot of. But I had lost weight when I was in England itself. I was studying in England, mm-hmm. uh, and I, I came back. I was around eighty-five kgs. And I came back. I was fifty-two kgs. Oh, bapre! Why? Because there, food is bekar hota hai na. Correct. And you have to walk everywhere. You have to walk everywhere. Everywhere yeah. for three years, I did not take Haan. taxis and all. I would walk everywhere, and it's a decent walk as well because yeah. weather is amazing. You eat before the sun set. Yeah. In England, tea is what your dinner is, right? Tea time, and that's before like five thirty-six. Everyone's eating dinner, and so you eat with them. Mm. And uh, so for the longest time, I was uh, I had lost a lot of weight. Yeah. Then I came back uh, and uh, I worked in ZTV for four years, and that time I was thin only. And then in the middle, I put on a little bit of weight. And I remember one guy came and he was like, "You know, you used to look really sexy. Now wow. you look cute." <laughs> and I said, "Who the fuck wants to look cute? <laughs> I don't want to look cute. I want to look sexy." Um, but yeah, that was end of it. I never became that thin again. <laughs> like now, I'm moderate. I'm not fat. I'm not thin. I'm happy. I guess. I've never trying. really thought about Cute. all this so much in my life. It's so weird. Now you do. Now not re- like I do in a sense of like a I can feel that like for me twenty five was the age where I said ki okay I have to not now take care of my body like abuse as much as I want till twenty five and then be idjat se because I've seen my friends in their thirties suffering. Yeah. So this is trying to mitigate that thirties suffering right now. So in that sense I feel like losing it. But when I was growing up and all I was a pretty fat kid and I never really lost weight or anything consciously. It was just like okay I feel like now I'm going to play cricket every day three hours a day. Yeah. And I would go and I would play and I would lose weight. And then I would be like, okay, now I feel like eating nachos four times a week. So I would do that. Yeah, yeah I would eat at least five meals a day when I was a kid, and I had to deal with a lot of shitty humans. You know that fat shaming bullshit happened to me too much yeah. when I was a child. Everybody, like my entire family, like my cousins and all, everyone constantly called me Jadia and like Moti. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like constant fat jokes, but. I think at some point my brain just like switched and I just started thinking why am I getting affected by this yeah. at all and then I started making jokes and then <laughs> like that to baki sab ke to fir bhi like cousins and all would call me motu and all of mm. my own sister would call me dustbin because everything that was left in the house I would finish I it I would finish it yes yeah. I've been They would that. tell us to finish it okay yeah, they'd, they'd be like dustbin. you finish yeah, after yeah. I'm like I would like lick the bowl clean and shit like that yeah, you know? I was, I, I was way into food you know like the way I sat with food was like I'd not just like sit on the table with everybody else I sat on the floor <laughs> my legs spread and the plate between my legs <laughs> and just like then eating and f- the food falling all over my so that's photos okay like literally <laughs> there was a teacher who would tell my mom that when digamba would eat food mm. it would even if you give him a raj bhog okay he it looked like he's eating really bad food <laughs> but when you if when jia's eating food even if you give her khichdi it looks like she's eating raj bhog like yeah. she literally enjoys her food and eats it <laughs> but i remember the saddest story of my uh, bachpan was when we were going to go for a trek mm-hmm. to up a mountain or whatever and my best friend came to me and she was like listen i don't think you should come because you will slow down the entire camp Aww. and then i was like bitch i'm coming and mm. i went for that trek with a 5 liter water bottle in my bag cuz on the mountain water is very essential right yeah. Yeah. and i climbed the whole damn mountain except there was one rock that we reached which was this high so you have to pull yourself up and then go up okay and i had a bag with 5 liter bottle which was heavier than me so i fell backwards <laughs> Doing happened full on. The whole camp was like, "Oh my god, oh my god!" I was like, "No, it's fine." One guy was like, "Give your bag." So I gave him my bag. He said, "What the fuck is in this? It was really heavy." I was like, five liter bottle." That time we did not, uh, we did not run out of water. We had enough water, 
and I just wanted to be like, you know what? Mm-hmm. You bitch, you didn't mm-hmm. let me. You came and and it was my best friend. That was what was yeah. more devastating. Yeah, I should have broken up with that friendship like that day, but I didn't. I continued it for twenty years and then let go of it. Wow, I have a lot yeah. of anger. Uh, I think towards that friendship and little delay happened there. Yeah, yeah, full delay. Oh Thoda my god, there's a reason. There's a reason she that does not go to one restaurant chain in Bombay or in anywhere. Oh god, <laughs> just because of that friend. It's because it's owned by that friend, or you used to go there with that friend. Some, she some works there. She oh uh, yeah, I don't ever want to run uh, into her. Goddamn right. McDonald's! Can't believe I'm still uh, holding this. This is all going on this podcast. It's, it's unnecessary. So, it's, it's interesting, no? Like like every now and then you revisit an old grudge, and then you're like, why? What was this? Wait a minute. And then sometimes I forget why the grudge was there. Also, oh my god, I'll part. not forget these things. This, <laughs> this because like so much you learn about human beings as well, right? She was in, instead of being encouraging, she. Literally was like, listen, the whole boys think that you'll not you'll slow us down, and I didn't. I kicked ass in that track, by the way. Yeah, nice. yeah. Maybe so it was like this weird motivational thing where you only kicked ass because you maybe. had out of spite. Yes, and the, she knew on some deep level that the only way to motivate you truly was out of spite. You're such a nice human, Akash. Because your heart is a furnace and it burns on the wood <laughs> made out of spite <laughs> and Chandan. <laughs> That's uh, you're just being very positive about this. I don't think it was that, but yeah, let's take it that way. Yeah, I don't know why I'm being positive. I've realized that usually whenever I have the best of uh, what's the word? Camaraderie. Both no, words. not camaraderie. No, no, the be- like you know you hope for the best out of somebody, like the the most positive expectations of action from somebody. Optimism. Op- is it? I don't know whatever the word is optimist whenever I'm optimistic life shits on me. Oh. <laughs> That's what I was trying to say without that makes sense. by by saying it nicely. Yeah. Yeah. I know. <laughs> but anyway, so all of us are producers and we have uh, you know I think it would be kind of especially considering the things that have been going on lately. We've had a lot of conversations amongst ourselves. Uh office uh, I think it should, it's a part to share a little bit of that on on Vartha Lab as well in terms of specifically in terms of making comedy generally safer. Uh, for everybody for everybody and 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 for general life things to be safer for everybody and i missed the meeting were you both y'all were both there at the yeah, meeting yeah yeah but i missed the meeting the producer had a separate meeting yeah uh oh, the producers meeting rohit shah was there though yeah rohit because neither of us could make it we were both traveling mandar and i so then it became, that was the only way to send that's somebody. fine that's fine that was good yeah but i think uh, a lot of points were discussed uh, uh, do you guys have any any thoughts on what was discussed do you guys want to share some of what was discussed you know honestly actually before we go ahead into that is you know before it is a safe place to be honest your venue is safe your venue is safe it is a safe place okay mm. is how is it we're going to make it more inclusive right that has actually not really been addressed we're all thinking about uh, making it a safe place yeah. but but if you look at it uh, your rooms are pretty safe like it's not like you all have and there are certain rules and regulations that you all also follow in your own yeah i think after especially after the conversation uh, in jan that everybody had i think after those meetings also a lot of stuff was added to what was already happening some of it did materialize some of it did materialize i think whatever was capital intensive uh, ended up not getting materialized but everything that we could do on a general level is being done yeah and that is like that is exactly where it needs to go right now is the support that you all show towards every comedian that whether you like or dislike how many people do you work with it doesn't like you know you have to uh, make everybody included in the scene included and that is i think what the meeting was really about as well 
about how to make everyone feel included like because see for example if there's four guys standing and there's a new open micer that guy will very easily be involved into this four gang of boys right uh-huh. they'll all be like hey tu idhar aana tu chill kar uh-huh. we want that same like for any any community. but i think it's uh, also like a oh, sometimes guys are scared of the whole approach idea like you know what i mean cuz you don't want to seem like you know what i mean navin just include them just be like hey come hang ha that can be done that's it yeah see i don't Start know what you mean because i talk to everybody the same way yeah so i don't ever think about like coming on to strong to women or it's not about coming on to strong it's just generally if you don't know uh, a, a certain person a certain person mm. i for me for example i can tell you this specifically in my life this happens a lot i generally avoid meeting people in life because of the awkwardness but i get more awkward when it's at a work situation mm-hmm. like in in regular life if i'm on a plane and there is somebody sitting next to me i'm less anxious to talk to them than when i am at at a comedy show is it yeah absolutely because that is com- the other way around huh like i won't talk to my fellow you know passenger at a plane ever unless like there's dire need and about mm. dying and the plane is crashing i like i'll put my oxygen mask first as they say yeah. and then put hers or hers is but at a comedy show i feel very okay to like just say hi to everybody the least i can do i feel very weird about it i don't know why like at open mics i'm more than happy to do it like but then, when it's remember like ha correct because even when you met me you didn't speak to me until like you saw me doing well on Ex- at the show so if i can yeah cuz i need that common ground of like okay, oh, okay. Like, comedy comedy correct, i can correct, talk correct. about this mm. that's where it's like a different <coughs> scene So generally, when you know what will happen at an open mic is, you will come in, you will come in late. Like all of us do this because, like, not at your open mics, okay? <laughs> But generally, uh, I like to think of this as just being supportive to comedy in general. People will do three mics in a night, so they'll come in. I'll almost always be like, come in when the third guy is on, then go on like fifth or sixth, do ten minutes, and then bounce off to the next place. So in that, I end up seeing one comic ahead, one comic behind. Will be in a fleeting kind of manner. Yeah, yeah, manner. So, so then it becomes it becomes more harder and harder to talk to people who are new in the scene. Yeah. So I think that that be, that's a completely like maybe it's just like a me thing, but I yeah. don't know if y'all have felt like. So every once in a while, I'll host an open mic for some organizer. That helps a lot. Then then that just like gives me immediate like access to what's happening in the scene and then yeah. and main thing that we discuss again in the meeting is because we're all senior comics also most of the producers in the city yeah. now. is just watch out for these acts and like you know try to gauge what they're saying and how they're saying it right yeah. because the whole rule of punching up and punching down and you know just general application of if they're saying someone saying transphobic words or someone's you know being insensitive towards a certain gender or class then we have to like maybe point it out but if it's done in a way that it's so good then you have to tell them how to make it better yeah right for example jia's uh, one of the closest interns ayush used to do joke about a person harassing him like a yuna coming in the huh. train and you know so he used to use the word chakka and i told him don't do it because it's insensitive yeah and then he wrote the joke around once again and this time put the person's character a little higher above himself huh. and that's how it became funnier for me so i'm like okay there's there's that improvement that you see when you see people in the scene getting involved in something huh. like this you know so that's that's one way of yeah, doing it yeah it's not so much from a policing angle it's more from just like a comic to comic advice angle yeah yeah like cuz if you want to get a better laugh out of what you're doing then it you should just yeah, work like, it yeah i remember this, this comic called prasad mahadev would just show up at every mic oh my once, god once. that guy was obnoxious yeah and like we would, we would tell him we would just keep on telling him and he wouldn't listen you know like and he had the most wild set that would make everybody in the room grow Every time, uncomfortable. But he stopped coming be, on his own. Thank yeah, God, because nobody would laugh at this. Exactly, 
that's the beauty of comedy that way like, like it always gets weeded out yeah. you know the thing naveen was saying is uh, that uh, like somebody when you give them feedback right they take it and they work on it some people are that they don't take the feedback and they continue to be complete jerks about what they are saying on stage yeah but i think a lot of people confuse those uh, two angles you know like when like somebody gives me feedback like a comic gives me i've been doing this long enough to know that they're talking about my craft and not my identity yeah you know so, so people take it very personally like when you say yeah. that i don't like this joke or i think that you're doing this wrong yeah. they take it so personally that you also feel like okay maybe i should not talk to you about this <laughs> yeah. anymore like for example give an example of my set that i have an entire bit where i start off like you know growing up in bhayandar hmm. and the most go to joke there is bhayandar chal like hmm. there's the local train rush that people keep pushing each other bhayandar yeah and then karnesh pointed out that this is a bit that uh, rajesh shivastav did like way back hmm. and i had never heard it so i'm like okay i'm still going to do it in my way hmm. And then I was doing the weekend with Rebel City, and he's like, "Just drop it, dude. It's, it's like it's not doing you any good." Yeah. Because the whole set is so tight that this one joke is very off-brand. Yeah. So I just dropped it immediately. Like it took two comics for me to like really get convinced. Yeah. And and my manager also keeps saying, but I was like, but it's also Karunesh's <laughs> approach here was more of a, a personal approach of saying, "Hey, somebody else has done this thought that you have that you thought of independently, so don't do it." Whereas Vibhav is giving you a very critical, technical reason. Ki dekh, tere set se drop kar because Haan. it's off-brand. Even Karunesh said that also, but okay. like, it's a <laughs> oh, so you said once, so I thought that would be awesome. Yeah, I mean, there are two reasons why he hated that. It's just like, so yeah, so like I think everybody in the scene knows how to like help each other out if if they listen to your set really. And for them to listen to your set is for them to basically give a shit about you, right? You have to be like the one standout exactly. act that night. And so some comics, you know, in every open mic, some people just like if you know Masum is going up, for example, there's a rustle and everybody sits down basically just to see how yeah. he's going to destroy now. And like just like he's new to the scene and just like to see him really working. hard on the craft it's something good yeah that's what i'm talking about yeah i agree generally i think the culture of sitting and just watching acts has kind of gone down mm-hmm. but i think that also happened over the last one year when people were not as willing to take advice i think it's always been that like i i i'm After always everything start going viral problem bhi hai yeah koi kuch bhi dal ke matlab 1 million views le raha hai to problem ho raha hai is it yep but ek, it's not kuch bhi dal ke it's always some you know it but somebody's watching it right it's not exactly like, and then like we're not collectively helping that whole iq of the crowd to go down the drain no right? but it's i mean tu teri dukan mein tere ko jo aata hai wahi bechega correct na? right i was I also going to say your tg is different from other people's yeah, tg yeah but that's a problem somebody's tg <laughs> sits in the cow belt somebody's tg is in urban areas somebody's tg is gujarati whatever who cares man yeah. i care No, Why? I think I think I just, I just feel very passionate about it. But I feel like the your concern is about you know how then how do other comedians sell thousand tickets? But like I, from my personal experience, I feel like I don't I never want to sell thousand tickets. I want to sell five hundred tickets, but I'll sell them at twelve hundred bucks because people have will have seen me for the last five years and and they'll know that it's one hell of a show every time I come by. That's my logic. So let the guy get dal whatever he's dalling and cool, get cool. his. I guess I also have a lot of angst <laughs> from past relationships. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that. Have you? But yeah, Jia was uh, there for my entire past relationship fiasco. Yeah. Would you like to surmise it in one go? We did a show about that as well. It's called Beautiful Liars. <laughs> Where? Just tonight. Just tonight. Where <laughs> is this happening tonight? In low parallel integral space. Oh. But it's not like the podcast. Hey, you're doing an opening act or what? उटली 
so Aww. fast and she was like don't fall but in love but that's him every time yeah it is true not every time are you crazy also because that you, one time you was too, you know it's like <laughs> huh that one time was super like he was they got engaged and all yeah i know i'm very aware so that it was too intense right yeah. in in such a short period of time and he was, yeah he fell head over heels for that guy it was just a bit much and now i think like so basically i oh, i was very jealous <laughs> That is what it was as well. That yeah. because earlier he would hang out with me all the time, and, and then now this suddenly yeah. he's like you know got these plans to go to Abu Dhabi and fucking all this rubbish and yeah. like just not around that much. And then when they broke up, he obviously came back. So uh, <laughs> I was like, so then now every time he's with someone, yeah, I. Can't wait for them to break up. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so mean. Yeah. Oh my god. No, but now I'm. You know, it's fine. So this one's nice. Yeah. How is finding love working out, Jia? I'm not looking. <laughs> I'm really not looking. I don't have the time to uh, put that in my schedule anywhere. Love it. Yeah. So it's uh, it's too much work. Huh. It's more work than you know work. <laughs> yeah, I, I think the problem looking actively is difficult. I mean, you don't look actively. Actually, so the thing is also to make an evening plan with that person. Yeah. To start getting to know someone, I think, is a yeah. lot of waste of time. And, yeah. I, and I know, Jia, like there are times where I'm like, for example, chilling at her house on a Friday night, yeah. and Saturday evening she has a date. She starts prepping on Saturday morning because <laughs> she has to really be ready, ready. Like, you know, she's like on all aspects. Jia's getting mentally prepared. What should I do? What should I eat? What should I dress? She asks me like wow. a billion, billion questions. Should I wear this dress or this dress? And I'm happy to be that gay friend in, in that point in time. Yeah, and, and we get ready together. It's a lot of fun. But does it have to be that every time? Because it's once in a while, right? So I have to. Uh, <laughs> it's not like it's every day that I'm going on dates. Huh? But uh, I think this was the one time that he was around seven months ago. <laughs> he, he then, oh God! It's been a while. Yeah. Oh I mean, no! I'm yeah. so sorry, Jia. No, no. no are no, you kidding I'm me? I'm so, absolutely fine. I'm so happy for you, Jia. Yeah, you should be. No, the dislocated arm just like delays it a little bit. <laughs> now. <laughs> now for now. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. Which means, अभी Friday afternoon को prep करना शुरू कर देंगे. मेरे पास time नहीं है. I don't have the. You are uh, dating somebody. Is it easy? No. In Bangalore. Is it interesting to find someone? It's a byproduct of day-to-day life. Yeah. It's like you're a meteor floating through space, and then eventually something's gravity catches you, and then you hope that both of you bang into each other instead of you banging into some Saturn carrying or something. And you bang each other. <laughs> then, <laughs> on metaphorically. Three yeah. Months, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but not actively looking. No, no. I have found somebody. You seen someone? Uh-huh. Oh, well so done. It's. Uh, I mean, I don't think Are I've done you? much to. Uh, facilitate the process. Are you happy though? Oh yeah. Good. I don't know. I <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> like, I mean, it's going well, but uh, uh, I think by the time this airs, it'll be going well. Good. But right now, we are figuring some things out. Okay, good. That's good. Figuring things out. Sir. Figuring. Yeah, yeah, we've spent a fair bit of time doing that, That's which is, I think, thing. a nice place yeah. to be. Yeah. It's very adult. Adult. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah. Growing up. Yeah, I know. I. Are you thirty already? No, I'm twenty-five. Jia. What? I, you, <laughs> this is a. By the way, since we're closing out, we should do one last story about this. Disgusting that you're twenty-five. The fact that <laughs> I have had to reveal my age to Jia for every year of my <laughs> life since I met Jia. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. 
No, and I mean that was it was not even holy, whatever. I don't care. Uh, but this one time there was a kid who was knocking at my door, and I turned around and knocked back. Oh God! <laughs> oh God! There's a lot of these. Yeah. You're messing with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was fun though. I'm that person, guys. I'm that person. And on that note, oh shit, no, that, that is a note you're closing on. <laughs> not on that it's note. It's been a great episode. Get Gia, a better note. Yeah, where can we? Ah, where can we find hey. you on the internet? At Jia Dharak Dharak. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's a great handle to have. Uh, Navin can be found as House of Noronha. Yes. Noron every time, and I can be found as Kujvi Mehta. Uh, this has been Vartha Lab, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. We will see you soon. Bye. Bye. No, that's a good note. <laughs>